the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. All right, all right. The Source Podcast is back. Welcome uh, to our co-host in studio, Pastor Juan. What's up, brother? You're back. <laughs> back, back oh. in the back cave. It's good to be back, man. Good to see you guys live and see your faces. Yeah. We missed you. We missed you for sure. We got some hot topics to discuss. A lot He's of still wearing his mask. Still sure wearing. Am. Hey, do your thing, baby. <laughs> do you? Uh, you know, we're gonna be talking racism. We're gonna be talking. Uh, police brutality and everything that's going on in the country right now. Uh, but I also want to introduce uh, our other tag team partner, Big Josh, producer, co-host. What's going on, brother? Hey, guys. I'm glad you guys are all here today. It's good good to be back. All right. Awesome. All right. We're wearing that Giants hat, though. I don't know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> See, there's two of us today. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Don't Go forget where him. you're at, though. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> all right. That was a curveball. That was a curveball. Yeah. I got the strap in the in the trap house right here. So be careful. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so, guys, crazy stuff's been going on in the country. Uh, specifically in Minnesota, um, we have a lot of tour, uh, t- turmoil going on right now. A lot of fear, a lot of, a lot of uh, people uh, acting out in anger, and we got some, some protesting, some rioting. There's, of course, there's a good way and a bad way to do things, but let's let's get into some of the specifics, right? So, Pastor Juan. What do you know about what's going on? And, and shed, shed, shed some facts, shed some, some knowledge. Man, out the gate, huh? All right. Um, well, my, you know, I've talked to, you know, like some of, like most of us here, we've had a conversation with, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. And, you know, where, where do we stand with racial injustice, with prejudice, and uh, what's going on in this country for, since the beginning, since it, since it's been founded. And so there's systems in place that, you know, uh, obviously, you know, keep people oppressed. And, uh, here's what I want to say about it. When we can come to a point where every single one of us, and I, I quote the, the, he's passed already, but the great theologian and, uh, you know, a guy that has a ton of content out there that you can look up, but the great Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's a joke, everyone out there. Um, he said, it's got to start with the man in the mirror. And so admittedly, you know, uh, uh, again, being a leader of, of a church, but even before that, growing up in, in the hood, um, you know, growing up in the San Fernando Valley in a city called Pacoima. Pacas. Um you know, we, we grew up, you know, we grew up with primarily blacks and browns, Hispanics. Right. And there was always this tension be- amongst us. And, and what's crazy is that we, we look at what are the differences amongst us versus how much common we have together as people. 
And I would say, based on my ignorance, and here's a confession, I, and this is looking at the man in the mirror, based, there is a, a confession, right? Because, you know, uh, God's word says we need to confess our sins to each other and pray for each other so we can find healing. Healing is what, what we need as people, period. Not they, not, not us versus them. Because the media, the media, and we'll talk about that right now, but let me go to my point, is that the enemy wants division. That's his strategy. Who's the enemy? The enemy is Satan. And since the beginning of time, you know, when you see Adam and Eve in the garden, there's, there, God puts two people together. The enemy comes in, the snake, and wants to cause division. And how was that caused, everyone? Through a tactic. And that tactic is offense. And so as, as things, as the media uses this division by using a tactic of offense, by offending people, and shoving down our, our eyes and through our ears and through any social media outlet, how, how different we are, that causes division. And, and, and it causes anger, of course, which is a secondary emotion, is which was what we're seeing right now you know, in, in Minneapolis. And we saw that back in 92, you know, in L.A. through the L.A. riots. Rodney King. You know, the, the racial injustice of... Again, and, and here's what I go back to my point is admittedly, I've been a part of racial slurs in the past, you know, of prejudice, saying things, uh, hanging around with, you know, a couple guys and, 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 you know, using the them versus us and, and it's wrong. So I think as I'm speaking to the church, cause I can't speak to anyone further outside of that now that I'm a pastor is confession is good for the soul, and that's where healing starts is amongst ourselves, is looking at the man in the mirror and saying, admitting, saying, I've been part of the problem. And that's either by being part of saying, saying things that, that we shouldn't say against other races, right? Uh, and we can go into people saying things against another group, and that's immigrants, illegal people, illegal people coming to this country. Right. Uh, you know, and we can go further into, you know, Democrats, uh, Republicans, there's all politics, sorts of yeah. different ways to segregate and to and to put each other in, in, in boxes, you know. And so I, I think that healing again starts with looking at our looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying, OK, how am I being part of the problem? And here's the other thing. Here's the flip side of that coin, guys, to see if you could agree with me or I would love to hear your, your input. The other side is, so that coin is, when you don't say anything, you, you become basically indifferent or, or you know, when, when we ignore it or we just scroll on Facebook and say, oh, yeah, there's another one. And, and, and we're silent about racism and we don't say something about it, particularly, you know, I was talking to a, a white friend of mine. We're really close. We're tight. And uh, he's a pastor, uh, you know, up in Fresno. And he's like, Juan, he goes, I'm a moderate Christian. And he goes, and and. I, I don't consider myself a racist. He goes, I've, I've said, unfortunately, I've said racial things, but try to, like, he said something like, hey, oh, I'm not a racist. I have black friends. <laughs> right? Not cool. And, and, and he, goes, he, goes, but, he goes, but I wasn't saying it, you know, to prove that I'm not a racist. He goes, but I know that comes off as, as racial. He goes, but the point is, he goes, I, I sit at home when I see these events transpire. He goes, and I want to say something, but what's been thrown at me in the past is this. You don't know 
how we feel, so shut up. White privilege, all that stuff, right? Yeah, you know, you, you don't know because we're oppressed, we're black, we're, we're brown, we're yellow. You know, your family has never gone through this. So he goes, I, it's, it's like, you know, damned if I do, damned if I don't say anything. And I said, look, at this point, bro, I said, let me tell you something. It, you have to say something. No and 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 so if you see a petition that comes across and you know it needs to be signed and there's a phone call to be made or an email that you can write to the to the DA or to the governor you know of that state or city or whatever it is speak up man I said don't don't stay silent yeah yeah but there's a way here's what I'm saying this again it starts with us saying hey okay admittedly I need to confess this because God created all of us in His image. And so when I see the guy down the street that's an alcoholic, uh, a, a bum that that we again give them a label, call him a bum, or you know the the illegal immigrant right that that's serving you your tacos, you know in the, in the lonchera and the taco truck. Yeah. You know we can't subgroup people. We can't. No one's a second class citizen. And Jesus taught about that. You know with the Samaritan story. You know the parable of the Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, so just to be clear, we we haven't uh, we're we're talking about the murder of George Floyd. George Floyd, uh, yeah, because we didn't say his name uh, in the beginning. I think we led into the chaos that's that's happening as a result of yes the murder of of George Floyd. Rest so, in peace. And, I can't breathe. Yeah, and and you know what? Uh, first and foremost, we we want to make sure that we acknowledge you know uh, the Floyd family and er everybody that's that's been hurt by this tragic uh, uh, injustice. Uh, but first and foremost, you know, we uh, our, our condolences to, to the families and friends. Uh, but yeah, uh, Josh, since, 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 since you bring this up, uh, the police officer involved, uh, well, there were several, right? But the one with the, with the knee on the neck is a former, police officer Derek M. Chauvin and I say former because I read that he was uh, fired uh, this morning what are some of your thoughts uh, wasn't all four of them all four of them got fired all four yeah. of them got fired yeah <clears throat> uh, you know I've been having this this conversation the last several days with multiple people and um, you know we're we need to, we need to lament. That's that's a that's something that is uh, that's missing. We need to embrace this this whole concept of lamenting, of crying out to God, say, saying, "God, please, how long?" You know, there's mm -hmm. so many times in Scripture where Scripture is saying, "God, where are you? Where are you? Why does this happen?" You know how long do we have to continue to, to see this injustice and, 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 you know, injustice, I think you guys were alluding to it earlier. I mean, it, it goes back, you know, since the beginning, there's always injustice and um, you know, that's the tension we live in. And I'm just trying to find that, yeah. that uh, we're living in the, it's a, it's a theological term one, the already not yet. Right. Right. We're, we're anticipating the, the, the coming of Christ when he uh, comes to reign and rule and makes everything right. So it was started. It started already at the resurrection of Jesus. 
um, but it's not fully here where God's kingdom is here. Part of our prayer, and you and I were in prayer school this week, yeah. uh, which is so cool. We kind of were talking about that, but we're learning how to pray. Um, very simple. It, it's really simple. It's like, <laughs> it's sort of taking yourself out of it hundred percent and praying the scripture uh, and praying um, just sort of organized uh, structures of scripture. But I mean, the Lord's prayer is God, may your kingdom come. Mm which is your rule, your reign, your, your politics, your, your way of, of, of doing life here on earth as it is in heaven, may it happen here on earth. Right. So, um, with that being said, it's, and with that brother, you know, as, as, and I'm sorry to interject, but what comes to mind is that it's going to be through trials, through persecution, you know, through tribulation, right? That, that in the middle of it, we see through his example. I mean, think of, he was, in the middle of the Roman Empire, ruling right. everything. Well, yeah, I mean, and oppression was was, was I mean, absolutely like to the max. Yep. So when he says things like "go the extra mile," yes, um, turn the other cheek. Turn, he's literally <laughs> he's literally talking about us Roman soldiers. Where if they went up to any one of us, yeah, and they said, "Hey, you need a," there was like a law that said you have to carry their armor for mm-hmm. up to a mile. Mm-hmm. And then there was no more after a mile. Mm-hmm. But when Jesus says, go the extra, another mile. Right. <laughs> so yep. Jesus throws a wrench in, in everything, you 100%. know, the, the, the ways of Jesus. So on the one hand though, um, you know, part of when he unrolls that scroll and he, and he quotes Isaiah, mm. you know, he, he came to set captives free to bring, to bring justice. Yes. So um, Jesus isn't a role. He's not, he right, doesn't. Right. He, he, he exposes the injustice mm-hmm. by by doing things his that third way, that Jesus way. You know, because mm-hmm. there's always like we want to pick up arms, and that's where I'm at. To be honest with you guys, like I'm posing the question is when you when do we fight back? When do we fight back and defend our brothers, our black brothers, our brown brothers? I mean, a lot of my friends, we grew up, we we used to get hemmed up by police. Some of my buddies, yeah. you know, where we got harassed and. Of course, you know, uh, I, I was having this conversation with with my friend in Minnesota. We came up, we were rolling with bloods. When uh, when I was in high school, he was jumped in into the bloods at 12 years old. Young, yeah. Yeah, young. So I sort of, I was telling him, bro, like I've always been down with my with my black brothers. You know, mm-hmm. we, we had a big rumble on our football practice. We, I went to Verdugo Hills and we were all red, right? So <laughs> all of the bloods went there. And a bunch of Crips rolled up into our football practice one day and we had a big fight. Anyway, um, where I was going with that is like, to be honest, where, how I'm really feeling is like, man, at what point can we fight back? I mean, what are we supposed to do? You know, and but that's the tension that I have to deal with. That's mm-hmm. the tension that I, I'm working through. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we need to find a new way. So how can we you ask the question about the cops? Yeah, they should be prosecuted and charged. Um, I mean, you know, and then it goes down to, it seems like it's automatic impunity when you have a badge on, you can almost literally do anything you want. And from what I've heard from, from what I've heard, how policing is, is, is being done. It's sort of whatever you got to do to survive, shoot first, we'll ask questions later. Wow. That's, that's. That's from the insides of of some reliable <laughs> sources oh, with the man. blue code. This is gonna be good. All right, all right. So yeah. so let's let's add a little fuel to the fire. So um, 
so, so specifically, uh, former police officer Derek Chauvin, right? This man, uh, in 12 separate occasions, uh, there was uh, police brutality complaints filed against this officer. And they were all listed as closed, non-public, and no discipline, right? Uh, stemming from uh, a, a shooting uh, back in 2005, uh, which caused the death of three people. Um, another uh, shooting that was in 2008 of an un unarmed uh, 21-year-old black man uh, that uh, unfortunately lost his life, Ira Tolls. Uh, and on and on, uh, another shooting of a Native American, Leroy Martinez, uh, back in 2011 that was that was uh, deemed as inappropriate police shooting. So all of this, all of this that's going on with this specific police officer and nothing is being done. There, there could have been many more instances where a report wasn't filed. There was no, you know, there was no uh, no evidence, no video. We talked about this uh, a couple weeks back. Thank goodness that we everybody carries a camera with them now, with their phone, right? Yeah. Everybody's a, a, a reporter now, right? Eyewitness. <laughs> now, imagine if the tragic death of George Floyd would not have been document it would not have been recorded this goes on it gets pushed under the rug yeah. and life goes on and this criminal this 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 uh person racist right evil person mm -hmm. uh derek chauvin continues to 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 go terrorize on the terrorize terrorize mm -hmm. the streets flex his muscles uh, and, and and continuing to break the law, giving good police officers a yeah. bad rap, yeah. right? Because most police officers are good, great people that yeah. put their lives on the line, right, to protect and serve. But you got these bad apples, and now we got riots going on in Minneapolis because of this bad apple. It goes back to what I was saying is that us versus them mentality. You know, uh, you know, the media, listen, the media has the media gets paid by by selling news. Yeah. And so if, if they can divide us and and <clears throat> their agenda is to create more news, create, you know, this movement of you tuning in and you looking in, you know, from the outside in and the information that you get, for example, we're in California. So we're not we're not there in Minnesota, you know, on the ground, you know, listening to everything that's going on, what we're getting information from is whatever the media shoots our way and depending on who you listen to. But again, it's, it's, it's to cause division. And so there's a third way that I, that we were talking about is it's not us versus them. Again, it's looking at, okay, I agree with you 100%. You know, we have police officers in, in, in our church that are phenomenal, you know, that they have families, you know, they, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to protect and serve. And, and at the same time, you know, they're like, man, I'm stuck in the middle of all this. And so what do we do? And again, it's, 
it's not falling into the trap of of walking around offended, but doing things peacefully. You know, Jesus taught, you know, blessed are those who are peacemakers, you know, because they will inherit the kingdom of God. So, and, and so to uh, to back to what Josh said, what do we do? Well, the next time a politician like voting season comes around, we can ask, hey, you know, w- what is what is what are you going to do about police brutality against, you know, blacks? You know, what is your policing yeah, very specific policy? Yeah. What is your policing policy? You know, uh, wh- wh- what are you going to do against, you know, police brutality against not just blacks, but also, you know, my- any minority <clears throat> and, and, and show us that. And are we going to vote for that person? So, and that's another thing that we can all say, Hey, how many of us really vote every single time there's a season to vote or we're too caught up and too busy with, you know, trying to survive or trying to uh, be successful where we go, ah, we'll just deal with it, you know, and roll with the punches, Hmm. you know, so uh, guilty as charged, right? Where you go, Hey, have I voted every single time? And, and and did I uh, exercise my right to vote? (laughs) And so that's one thing that I know that we can do. And again, the other one that I mentioned, you know, just this past weekend at, at church was, hey, the next time you're in a setting where a family member, whether it's a grandmother, grandfather, uh, your mom, dad, his sister, your best friend, says something that's racial or prejudice, you know, you got to stand up and say something. Again, blessed are those that are peacemakers. That doesn't mean sit back at home and do nothing about it. That means stand up and say something and and stop that slur, you know, and say, hey, you know what, That's that's just... That's not what I believe in. You know, I always say these words, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. I like that. So, uh, Josh, um, I apologize in advance uh, for uh, getting a little personal, but this uh, this type of violence and ignorance and uh, prejudice hit home uh, not too long ago. Uh, with uh, your father, you mind going through some of the emotions that were going on when your father got attacked? Yeah, um, <laughs> that was I don't know that one was coming. Uh, <laughs> you know what? When when he got attacked, uh, my initial reaction, my very first post was like, "My dad was attacked. We know who it is. Green light on blank." That's what I posted on Facebook. Mm. So. Um, Dealing with raw emotion, that's exactly where I went. I was like, why could the, how, how, why, you know, why would anybody do this to him? And knowing who it was, like, what? You know, and um, so that was my initial reaction. <clears throat> um, I shortly deleted that, <laughs> you know, after I came to, to my senses. Um, and, um, very very succinctly put out a statement even in the media i'm on the news all over the place i had a prepared statement saying um you know uh i I wish you would i knew this was coming i would have found it and i could have read it um but uh, along the lines of you know um we're not going to retaliate you know we uh we we hope that this man can can get help turn himself in i mean the guy called the ambulance after he got done you know breaking my father's hip and putting gash in his head and left them on the street. He calls the ambulance. So mm. it's like something is there, you know, and then come mm-hmm. to find out, we found out the guy's a schizophrenic um, and just had these crazy ideas in his head. So, um, 
So it was mentally, mentally, yeah, he was mental men- health men- issues. He was mentally, yeah, he was mentally, mentally ill. So my, my going, I, I went through all of the emotions, mm. all of them, from rage to anger to sadness to um, ending up finding forgiveness. Literally, when I went to the hospital, to the emergency room, I walked in, I saw my dad, and I immediately started crying because I knew we had to forgive him. That was like the the mm. hardest part. It was like knowing, and I told my dad then. He's like, "Yeah, I know," and um, that, that I mean that's that's how it was. So, yeah, um, proud of you, brother. Proud of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but that but that's that's just years of 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 growing and reading and learning and being around uh, people who who uh, model that and um, you know teach that, you know. And and thank you for sharing that, brother, because that's that's raw and that's real. And, and I mean, that's your dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's your blood. And so with that said, there's this tension, like you've been mentioning that you see this mob that's out there that we've discussed. And I think every single one of us sitting at this table right now can really say, Hey, I used to live a different life before Christ. 100. All of us. Right. And, and we know what we would do. We would retaliate. We'd call the homies. Right. It's a quick phone call. I ended up having to call the homies back yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but when, when you, when God has given us a new life in him and through him, and we see that God sacrificed his own, one and only son. I mean, I have six kids. I wouldn't do that. And he gave up his son. Imagine the same raw emotions that, that Josh felt the, from the anger to, I mean, and you name it, you know, feeling that, that, that that pit in your stomach turning over, you losing your appetite, rage, you name it. All the raw emotions that you feel, Jesus felt those as well, right? God the Father felt those as Jesus was going to go to the cross. And and yet we we hear him say, let your will be done, not my will. And, and once the emotions pass us up and we say, okay, God, I'm surrendering, because I know what I want to do. I mean, we know that that Cain killed Abel, right? Right, and th- and that sin entered the world. You know, in Genesis chapter three, the fall. And so, when I see people on the news that are out there looting and 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 they have given into their emotions, and that's sin begets more sin. And Jesus taught us that that's that's not, you know, the way to go about things. Fuel to the fire. Exactly. You know that that we have to yes go through our emotions. But we can't act on those emotions. But we can we can act peacefully. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying again, sit at home and do nothing and you know, hold your emails and your text messages, y'all. What I'm saying is that we can act like Jesus did, and trust that He, the Bible says that He will actually avenge us. It's not for us to avenge, but He says, "I will take care of this injustice." Right. Even when we don't see justice, you know, prevailing. In our own eyes, whether through a system, if you don't believe the, you know, our judicial system, you know, or, or, you know, we say, oh, that person is going to get theirs one day. Well, what I mean by that is, yeah, God will take care of me. Right. It's trusting in him and his time, his due process. Ultimately, you know, we're all going to see him face to face one day and, and, and he will avenge us. Amen. So let's just think back at some of the some of the travesties that have happened throughout the years right and what good came out of it right because god god's plan is perfect right the enemy's gonna attack right the enemy's gonna is gonna poke at us and and want that 
that fear, right? That a- animalistic yeah. uh, uh, reaction to come out of us, right? Uh, Freud said it best, you know, fight or flight, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think at our core, you know, we we are fighters, right? Uh, but some of the good that's going to come out of of this tragic situation, right? Hopefully, is bringing bringing people together and creating an awareness. Yes, right. We go back to uh, Rodney King, right? You mm-hmm. just talked about that. How how that helped get some of the corruption out of the LAPD. Right. Because the LAPD was the biggest gang in the 80s and 90s. Right. Um, You know, going back to Dr. Martin Luther King. Right. And he had to be the sacrificial lamb, much like Jesus was. Yeah. But look at all the good that came out of that. Yeah. Didn't expose all kinds of corruption within the police department, specifically Rampart, too. Didn't it? Yeah. All that oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a lot of craziness dirty, dirty. going on back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, even even with uh, what, what we just talked about, Josh, with your father, look at all the good that came. I mean, the emo, the 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 valley, right? The San Fernando. Our hearts were hurting for your pops. Hundred percent. Like, like everybody. 100%. I feel rallied together and said, hey, we're not going to allow this to happen to one of our and, and to speak into that, you know, I wasn't a pastor yet. I was I was just going through my process of, mm. of you know, getting into ministry and all that. And when I saw that in the news, because we lived in the same apartment building oh, wow. as your mom and dad. Yeah. And they were, they were the managers there and uh, right. all that stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is Pastor Rudy. Like, yeah. you know, like. My wife was like, what? I said, yeah, they, they beat them up. Somebody jumped them and blah, blah, blah. But the response that you took along with him of saying, hey, we're going to be peacemakers. I can't tell you how much that influenced me as, wow. a, as, a, as a, not just a soon to be pastor, bro, but as a believer in Christ, what it, what it taught me was, yeah, you can be a peacemaker and you can forgive those that, that have done the ugliest, dirtiest, and have said that the lowliest things nastiest things towards you yeah and and there's power in that it, it, it's where the rubber meets the road 100 percent. it's where the i mean it's if you're really about this jesus life yeah <laughs> like right that's literally where you were and i felt that like no. i felt that's where i needed to be like is this is this fluff or is right. this real yeah because if it's real i know we have to go this route yeah and it shows that the, the his spirit is inside of you right because he's when jesus before he ascended he said hey i'm going to send someone greater than me and he's going to be a great comforter and a counselor and so when you see that he was <clears throat> counseled and the holy spirit you know comforted him and the action that he took i mean that was christ-like it could have easily been the been the opposite way right i found the statement that's powerful let me read it yeah come let's on. hear it come on come on bring it Friends, family, and saints, while we understand and even share your anger, we must never forget that what we preach, especially Pastor Rudy Trujillo, is that we are to forgive and have mercy upon those who trespass against us. Mm. We never imagined this would be easy, and after today, we know it will not. As Christians, we are committed to the teachings of Jesus. Jesus teaches us to love even those who hate us and violently attack us. Word. He taught us to forgive those who wrong us. This does not mean we condone or tolerate hatred and violence. That's right. Not at all. But precisely because we condemn hatred and violence as evil, we refuse to hate those who hate us, nor retaliate with violence against those who violently attack us. We believe love is more powerful than hatred, 
and forgiveness is more powerful than violence. As people who have received mercy from God, we extend mercy to others, even those who have hurt us. And as and and as we entrust justice into the hands of God, we need uh, and justice into the hands of God. We need your prayers and actions to be supportive of our, of our deepest held convictions. That is, that we must forgive our brother. We must obey Jesus and love and pray and have mercy upon our enemies, especially when times are the darkest, and we prefer to stop following the path of the cross, for it is. For it is only by following Jesus that God can work all things for his good. Oh, amen and amen, bro. Wow. Man, that was power. That now, was power. Now, you know who helped me with that statement? Wow. <laughs> My buddy T.C. Moore, who's in Minneapolis. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> wow, bro. You need to read it back to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, again, we're... It's it's crazy. Because because I, I, I literally... It's, 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 it sucks, but, yeah, we need a... The guy who murdered the cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cop who murdered, murdered a guy. Like, it's hard for me to acknowledge that. Yeah, he is also made in God's image. Hundred percent, man. You know, and that's the hard part for me. Mm-hmm. I, it's really hard. Um, the same way that George Floyd is made in God's image, so is that that cop. Hundred percent. So, you know, this, like I said, man, this is where the rubber meets the road for us as 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 believers. And, and even more so, real quick, even more so, uh, you said your statement there. So the guy was a believer. I, I'm assuming, was he going to your dad's church? He or? used to. Yeah. Okay, so he used to. So here's a, a person that, that calls himself, quote unquote, a Christian, mm-hmm. and then create, you know, does this crime to your dad, right? How more so, Jesus says, should we act more Christ-like to those that are not believers? Even more so, we got to be more, he says in Matthew chapter five, salt and light to the world, right? So salt is a preservative that, that they used to use back in the days because they didn't have refrigerators or freezers for a meat. So imagine a nice tri-tip sitting on the top of your kitchen counter and you go, what do I do to preserve it so we can eat it later? Salt. And as Christians, we're salt. We're the ones that are preserving what Jesus taught 2000 plus years ago. So that our society today can see our actions so that people can act accordingly. Mm. Even, even when there's injustice, when there's persecution, because I'm going to repeat this. In John 16, he said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. He says, I have overcome the world. The world. Yeah. All of its injustices, all the racial stuff, you know, all this politic, you know, pick and side stuff. And Jesus is saying, listen, keep your eyes focused on me. I understand what you're going through because I've gone through it. I I was flesh as well. I had emotions and I know exactly what you're feeling at this moment, but you're either going to make a decision or a choice like Josh did with his family and his dad, or we're going to choose the the other side and continue to cause more division and and try to do things our way instead of trusting in God with all of our hearts and leaning on his understanding versus ours. Amen. So think about think about all the and all our listeners out there. We personalize it, right? We've all had injustices, yep, right? Absolutely. And we can go on and on of how we've been wronged in the past and what our reaction was to it. Uh, on a personal note, uh, uh, before accepting the Holy Spirit into into my life. I used to be foolish and and take pride 
in how I would stand up against uh, against these injustices, right? Mm. Uh, almost like a uh, superhero type of character. That's that's what was built up in my mind, right? I would I would help the weak, right, by physically mm. fighting the the enemy, right? Uh, almost like a Batman character, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but with that said. One of the most recent uh, injustices that was done, and I won't get uh, uh, into details about it out of respect for, for, for the person, but think of some, something that would, that would um, in, in send the most awful and negative reactions inside of you, right? That happened to me. Uh, and it didn't happen to me. It happened to somebody that, that, that I love, yeah. right? More than anything else mm -hmm. in the world. And the rage that I felt, mm. right, is undescribable. Mm. And, and I'm not proud to say that I, I don't know what the offender, what, what, what was going on in, in his head, if he had any mental issues, if, you know, I, I, I don't understand it. All I understand is the rage that I felt, mm. right? And I took it upon my hands. This was the last, this was the last confrontation, altercation that I physically had with another human being. You put them hands on them. Yes, yeah. I hurt this man um, to a bloody pulp, and I'm not proud of it, mm. right? Uh, but with that, Satan, right, the enemy, touched me even further mm. and said, "You got to do something else." Mm. Right. And at the moment, at my weakest moment, when I went to do the unthinkable to this man, God was there. Oh. God rescued mm. me. And 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 I thank God every day. Stopped you from doing stop me. So, so Clemente wouldn't have been here, he would have been in prison, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Um so again, again, at what point, mm. at what point do we get up and fight or at what point do we do what Josh did right and say we forgive you at what point do we, do we say what I did right and and putting down the knife and saying I forgive you right so again guys it's this is such a sensitive topic because we want to rage out and we want this injustice to stop, right? So we do what we do, but in God's image, is 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 yeah. our, our actions going to bring us closer to God or our actions going to bring us, uh, uh, remove us yeah. further? We got we to gotta figure out ways, new ways in the spirit of Martin Luther King to mm -hmm. have peaceful resistance. Um mm -hmm. Whether we, you know, keep our dollars within our community, stop, you know, feeding into, I don't know, whatever it is, we got, we have to literally sit down on the drawing board and figure out a plan of action to whatever it may be, you know. Um, as far as police system, I, I was, I'm, I'm like, just started this like nine page article on the history of police, like how policing as we know it, how it started. Mm -hmm. And did you know that it was it wasn't for crime, it was simply t f for crowds. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. So um, I think fundamentally things need to change. Systematically, mm-hmm. things need to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to continue to fight for these for those changes. Um, yeah. And, you know, we have to still acknowledge and mourn and call out the, the, the wrong. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and just as like the statement says, is call it out as evil. Yeah. <clears throat> but here's the hard part is to not to uh, do it as well, you right. know, against them. Like Clemente was saying, it was sure. like, man, he knew if he were to take it further, then it just brings more, mm-hmm. more evil. You know what I mean? More, well, more of the wrong. So here's the question. Yeah. Who, who are we fighting? Right? So who is doing the wrong? Is it, is it former police officer Derek Chauvin or, or is it the enemy? It, it's it's yeah yeah it's it's sin and uh, yeah, I was on a, I was on a podcast where uh, on my show where we were talking about we always we always individualize everything even even our spirituality is like we're saved individually and yes that is true but and 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 when we think of sin we always think of our own stuff that we do but we don't think of sin as being systematic and 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 have mm-hmm. systems of sin and and oppression <clears throat> so. Um, you just said, who is, is, is it, is it him or is it, or, or what did you say? Is it him or the, the enemy? Who's the enemy? Who is the enemy? Yeah. It, it it's, it's the system. It's the sin system, right? It, it's the system that put bad people like him mm-hmm. and gave him this power. You know, it just, like I said, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's bigger. We talk about the scripture talks about principalities, rulers of the air. I was right? just going to read that. It says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Right. So we know that it's been defeated at the cross. Hundred percent. So, but it's it's like uh, it was explained to me like the final death blow. Like when you're like when Germany was was about to lose the war. You know, there it's it's lost. It's lost. But you still have them fighting. Right. So it's like that remnants of the old age that, you know, were mm-hmm. were uh the the enemy still being in control, but knowing he's defeated, but there's still elements of it. Sure. It's it's that already not yet yeah. tension, right? Where the kingdom of God is not fully here. We have glimpses of it and it's like we're 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 we know where we're headed. Yeah. But there's still remnants of, of evilness and sin. I, I agree 100%. Is, uh, Clemente, that's a great question, bro. Because, listen, it's easier for me to look at somebody, again, going back to what the enemy does, that is completely different from I am, whether it's beliefs, whether it's religion, whether it's color, whether it's financial status, whatever it is, and and immediately the tactic that the enemy uses you know, is to be like, hey, they're different than you, so they're they're on the opposite team. And if, if you're competitive like I am, I think all of us here have played sports, you know, you study your opponent and you you look at ways of how to defeat them, right? But the problem is, is that when you, when you begin to look at somebody less than you and you give them a different name, instead of looking at them as in a person that is in the image of God, is a creation of God, you know, we, we, t- we immediately put them lower. And, and what I mean lower is saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, they're black. Oh, yeah. well, they're immigrants. They're illegal or, or, you know, that it's not a child, it's a fetus and on and on and on. You know, we begin when you, when you don't call it what it is in God's eyes, it's a, a person that he created in his image, right? We, we, you, you immediately begin to cause that division and that sin 
you know, and, and people are, are in power of, you know, that are sinful, that don't believe in what we believe in. And that's where, again, these systems that are in place that cause oppression and continue to uh, uh, permeate sin, you know, and that's the war that we're in. Some of them, we can see them physically, but the ones that Jesus is talking about, you know, are, are, are spiritual realms. And that's the battle where we got to understand that this is not about flesh and blood. This is about spirit. It's not about white and black. But again, when you see an enemy physically, you go, oh, that's the enemy. But it's not. It's something that is driving that person, right? A spirit of sin versus the spirit of God. Hmm. Yeah. And, but but the battle is there. But again, it's easier for me and you, for all of us to look at the guy, you know, the, this person that did that to, you know, your loved one. Uh, and, and same thing, you know, with Josh, with his dad to be like, that's the enemy. And, and I need to take them out. And that's the enemy, the devil, Satan, saying, do that. Be part of my rule, my kingdom. Don't do what, what Jesus tells you to do to forgive. Come on, like, why do you want to forgive? Like, you could take them out. It's all in your power right now. Do it. And if we look at Satan's tactics, that is since day one what he was doing. When you read in Revelation, you know, the devil wanted to be God himself. And there was a, a, a revolution. There was a revolt that a third of the angels were sent down along with Lucifer himself. Because he was trying to trying to take rulership. Listen to this. He was trying to be God himself. He was trying to take over. In other words, listen, when you take matters into your own hands, like Satan was doing, instead of trusting in God, then we become just the we become the children of Satan, not the children of God. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to to Jesus, you know, and all the suffering, all the pain that he went through uh, when when he was being crucified. You know, and, and and what did he say? Forgive them. They, yeah, they, they don't yeah. know what they do. Yes. Yeah. We Old. need to um, just recognize the humanity of our neighbors, you know, on every level. Recognize that we are all created in God's image. We're God's children. Um, and, you know, if we those of us who have friends that are, are in position of power, like police, sheriffs, we need to remind them of that. Like, hey, guys, I know your job is tough, but don't forget we're human beings just like you, you know, and the people that you're here to, to uh, quote unquote, protect and serve are made in God's image just like you. And that's the word I was yeah. looking for. We can't dehumanize right. anyone. Yeah. When you dehumanize someone, in other words, that's that's where you go. That person's not like I am. Mm. I'm better than them. Yeah. For X, Y, Z reason. And that that's we can't do that. Uh, and, and and I think it goes back to knowing that we're all in God's perfect plan right now. And with coronavirus, right, with people getting back to work, with these injustices happening and with uh, the political shift that's going to be coming. Mm. So we're in a war zone, Absolutely. right, a spiritual war zone between good and evil. And the enemy is going to try to trick us into segregating, into being us against them, into dividing us, mm -hmm. right? Blue against red, right? Uh, Rich against poor, right? Yeah. No, but you know what? I've been I've been having these conversations with white people very specifically, mm -hmm. and the the handful that I talked to the last several days, like, man, we need to step us us as white yes, people, yes, need to step up, step up, and um. I had a conversation with this guy. He's like, he sent me a message. We were on Zoom, a three-hour Zoom. And he's like, man, he's he's sent me the message on Zoom. He's like, man, I'm so glad. Uh, I appreciate your candor. I, as a, a white male, 
needed to hear that. It's good. You know, and um, it's good. And so you know, they they they're they're we need them to to, to step up. You know, <laughs> yep, for sure. Because they're I mean, we can't deny the fact that there is classism and and racism. So people who are on the on the on the on the upper hand of that scale need to uh, acknowledge that and mm-hmm. do their part to even the playing field. Yeah, and in, in the spirit of of uh, Martin Luther King that you mentioned him earlier, I, I wrote down. Uh, this is from the letter uh, from the Birmingham, Birmingham jail. jail. He said, the true enemy, listen to this, the true enemy isn't the raging outright racist. The true enemy of our calls is the white moderate mm. silence and indifference. Mm. That's yeah. huge. Again, white. Yeah, yeah. Because this no, for sure. systems were put in place for white people. Absolutely. We cannot deny that. You know, that, that was the foundations of our country. Yeah. So um, if we're going to, to be what it claims to be, we need to acknowledge that, you know, as far as equal justice. hundred percent. You know, justice for all and all that stuff. And, and if there's any doubt. Because <laughs> we know when it, when it was written, they weren't talking about people no. of color. <laughs> no, they weren't. And, and here's the thing. If there's any doubt, let me put it more on, on a practical level. If you're listening to this or in here, are, are we all right-handed? Nope. Josh is left-handed. Southpaw, baby. Perfect. You know why? Because we went to school. When we went to school, think of our desks. How much trouble did you have writing on the the desk? Because they were made for who? Righties. Right-handed people. And so so everything that's conducive for the majority, the United States of America, white people. Was made for them. Was made for them. Yep. And we're all all the left-handed people, the minorities. Yep. Yeah, well, powerful, very powerful, and and thank you for sharing that. Um, for some reason, I feel compelled to to, to share with with our audience that uh, I'm married to uh, a white woman, and and uh, and she's a child of God, and she accepted Christ, and and we've talked about this before prior to prior to both of us uh, accepting the Lord. Um, I remember this is this is gonna sound kind of kind of funny, but it's it it's not uh i remember she she used to live in south pasadena and i would i would tell her you drive <laughs> and, smart and she would say why you know, you know because if i drive yeah. and we get pulled over you know i'm not talking my way out. as good as a salesman i am <laughs> i'm not going to talk my way out of it uh you know um so so she thought it was funny, but she didn't really understand it. Yeah. Uh, and then it did happen where we did get pulled over. Mm. And uh, fortunately for us, she was she driving, was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't get a ticket. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm making light of it. Uh, but with that said, that that has been our history right here in the United States. Uh and I feel, and and I could be wrong, but you know, with President Obama getting elected, and you know, the civil rights movements of of, of the '60s and everything, we're evolving. We're evolving as uh, as a country. Uh, and yes, there's still many, many, many uh, uh, situations, circumstances, uh, things that happen that still expose that there is racism still alive right long way to go still 
Definitely. And and being in Southern California, maybe we're a little bit more ignorant uh, to this uh, because my church, right, where, where I worship is uh, literally a melting pot of of biracial relationships just like mine, right, where ideally we choose not to see color, right? We choose to see uh, us being one, right? One big family. Uh, so that's the that's the message. That's the love that we want to spread out is let's not fall into Satan's trap. Let's not fall into us against them and and uh, all these cops are, are racist and and all these Republicans are this or Democrats are that or or, yeah. or or Christians are this and Muslims are that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's no we're all one. I understand what you're saying. I think we just need to f- actually frame it a little bit differently. Instead of saying we don't see color, say I see your color. Amen. I see yes. that you're black. I yes. see that you're brown. I see that you're Asian, you're red, whatever the case, whatever it may be. That essentially, you know, it's the same principle, what you're saying, but we acknowledge their yeah. humanity right. and their godness in them as well, yeah. their godlikeness. Yes. You know. And that opens and that opens a segue or, or it opens more of an opportunity to have a conversation to say, listen, I, I don't understand. Yeah. But I want to. <clears throat> I, I want to understand. And 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 that goes into the part of going, dude, we're so similar. Right. You guys want right. the same you and, and my and we <laughs> yeah. want the same thing. You know what? I, I worked in Arizona at a hotel at the West End, and I worked with a bunch of Middle Eastern dudes. I became great friends with uh, 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 an Iraqi brother named uh, Evan. Bro, we're cousins. <laughs> Mexicans and, and Iraqis, 100%. bro, we're cousins. It, it, they're, they're, they're great people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to know them. And um, and I even had an Af- a friend from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So um, we Very just similar. need to we need to get rid of fear, you know, when we're, when we're dealing with other people and embrace them as, as a human being, period. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to know each other and find out we're very, very similar. 100%, man. So similar. Absolutely. All right. Um, So I think, uh, you know, we spread a little bit of hope, a little bit of light into this uh, really, really dark. We still uh, want justice for for, for George and Floyd. For everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Maude Arbery and on and on and on and on, man. Brianna Taylor. And and unfortunately for victims uh, in the future, because as much as we kick and scream and protest and fight and riot and loot and do all this uh, stuff that we that that God commanded us not to. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, Unfortunately, it's still going to be part of our society. Um, So we want to try to minimalize that as much as we can by speaking up and to to Juan's point, uh, electing the right people yeah. when it comes time well, to, to can can I close with prayer um Juan from uh 100% brother we we were we were Juan and I I didn't even know you were on this we were on a prayer yeah. school online on Zoom with Pastor Brian Zahn out of uh Missouri Missouri he's one of my favorite people on the planet I've been following Brian Zahn for about 3 years um I have about 4 of his books and uh we did a prayer school together and Juan was there, but part of the liturgy, uh, part of the structured prayer is a section of confessing sin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think it'd be appropriate to close with that. 100%. Um, lead us. Lead so us, let, let's, let's uh, confess our sin. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you yes, in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. Mm. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves.
We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for that, brother Josh. All right, guys. Uh, Great, great show. Thank you. Thank you for our listeners. Please share, comment, spread the good word. God bless. We'll talk next week.